Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. today yes yes she did turn up the heat thunder only happens when it's 90 degrees the weather we dreamed of yes yes now we don't want it <laughs> no it is uh we're bringing the heat wood mac oh, uh i know listen that's it's early we uh Get and I have been, we've been plotting all morning long. Uh, it's, it's been plotting along. Yes, plotting along, and we're going to be plotting along. Uh, with with vanity, vanity. So, zo, uh, yo, yo. Uh, we're good. <laughs> I okay. know. Yeah, we're sorry. I know. Feel After free to turn off your radio. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast with Boyish has clearly People come to a breakfast to, with Boyish to an end. giving us some acid yeah. Chicago booty house. Yeah. Well, it's taking us all over, not just Chicago. We were in Italy. Oh yeah. And then we were in England. Then we were 
back and yeah, I was gonna say international, international house head boyish. Trade Relations Summit talks. <laughs> oh, that's hey, right. So yeah, 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 let's do this. Yeah, we're going to. You're listening to Yes, She Did.
High society. Yes, yes, yes. I'm back on the on the herb Alpert, like we said, and I'm coming to conclusions. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It does not serve me. It serves 
a purpose, but it's not the... Uh, there's not enough food on the island for me to do that. Yeah, and there's not enough brain cells for me to chew gum and walk at the same time, let alone get Sony McBondy and try to mix. So I apologize. I apologize um, for all of these failed efforts today, but I'm just letting you know what it is um, and that I am aware of it. And we're going to make conscious efforts to change our ways. And we're going to make conscious efforts to talk with our fabulous guest, Vanity Zoe, in just a few. Um, uh, And uh, I'm going to gulp this coffee down and hopefully be in in a state of mind where I can hold a conversation, then mix, then hold some more conversation. Um... But maybe since just, it's so warm, I'm gonna play yeah. some beach music and we're gonna just perfect. Chill we're gonna for chill a for a while. sec. That's a great idea, Gan. You all are listening to the Face Radio. This is yes, she did having a Niles Rogers moment. I said Niles. I meant Nile. I hope everyone knows Niles that at home. It certainly is. It's okay. Yeah, they also misspelled Paulo and Sao Paulo on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, it's coming in.
And we are back. Um, Bob James. Bob James, everyone. Bob James. Yes. Man man ahead of his time. And still of our time. He's still with us. God bless. You may be familiar with him from the theme from Taxi. Angela. From his album Touchdown. 1977. Okay. Um case anyone's keeping track on Discogs or something right now. Uh, we are so excited to welcome back to the program uh, one of our very, very favorite guests. Uh, one She's of the- wearing a King's jersey, but she is our queen. Yes. <laughs> hello, yeah. hello, hello. It's Vanity Zoe. <laughs> hey. What's going on, girl? Nothing much. Enjoying this weather, you know. It is so hot outside it is i complain about it as i drink my hot coffee (laughs) um yeah i've closed all the windows and pulled the shades down don't tell radio daddy it's only for an hour uh but yeah it suddenly is spring has sprung and it went right past spring into summer um and it's just yeah it's gorgeous out i'm not going to complain about it because more of this weather would be lovely yes because yeah i want to go out and frolic and do all that and um i know that that's the exact opposite of what you've been doing because you've been deep inside of studios uh doing voiceover stuff uh new voiceover work um yeah yeah, it's uh it's because you know you don't have enough credits on your (laughs) on your resume as it is gotta add voiceover artists to it yeah (laughs) exactly you know voiceover came about randomly it's something that i never really had on the roster but we're here now and i love it so much because it's not strenuous on my knees i have osteoarthritis i don't know if i ever said that to you guys or mentioned it before but i have osteoarthritis in both Mm. my knees so i have like no cartilage so like dancing is fun but i'm in pain yeah it was a lot and you and you teach as well right yeah i teach i used to teach 30 classes a week at one point and so now i'm down to teaching two sometimes four but even that is strenuous so i'm trying to like you know just move towards less strenuous things but still artistic still free still fun but not as hurtful to my body because i'm in pain all the time yeah no that's you gotta (laughs) keep our bodies in mind children as we all age we're all organic material believe it or don't and remember to hydrate yeah hydrate and And as greg j would say you know hydrate and water your plants uh, yeah. Shout out to Greg J. We miss we you. We miss you, Kurt. Props and praises. Yeah. Uh, his show is on. The Jump Off Express is every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. Or sorry, 4 to 6 4 to p.m. 6. And, and on Wednesdays, you can get a cup of joe from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern. Or 1 o'clock, right? 9 to 1? 9, 9 to noon? noon. 9 to noon. 9 to noon I can do this time. if I really so try. He gets he, up extra early. He is early for committed. Yeah. He records that show live at 6 in the morning. From Oakland. Oakland. So, Oakland. Yeah. So far. And, and Cup of Joe. Joe is an acronym for Jump, Jump Off, off Express. Express. See what he did there? I, I <laughs> took me a second. You know me. I'm not the quickest. Uh, and I think as well as that hydration is concerned, kids, don't, don't smoke copious amounts of marijuana. <laughs> It seems like a great idea on paper and when you first do it. And then you go, oh, wait, I was much better when I was a little more sober. Uh, we're all learning things about ourselves as we get older, uh, <laughs> which is what? It's a red flag warning, so it's, you, know, you, you might start a forest fire. I might. I just might. Only you can prevent them. Um, 
but you uh you are preventing the children of tomorrow from knowing about the the roots of uh of dancing in a pop music uh or what we could call pop today, uh, music uh, idiom. Uh, you're doing, I guess, you, would you call it hip hop? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'm teaching, I'm teaching hip hop history. So I teach um, hip hop history to the sophomores, and what I teach is the history. Not that Tish. Yes, Tish. And then I, I do like a guest, I, I guess you could say a residency at Juilliard once a year. Um, where we start in the 70s and we progress into the current and we learn about the artists and about the movements and about the culture and the politics within the eras and they understand hip-hop from uh, a culture standpoint versus them just listening to it and thinking that it's cool. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that a lot of people died, a lot of people, you know, laid their lives on the line for music and for you know, their voices to be heard because, you know, if you think about Public Enemy or NWA, like they were they were documenting and they were talking about what was happening outside their front door. Yeah. So I don't know. I try to help them understand that we are more than a costume. We are a culture and we are, you know, a movement, I guess. That's really my standpoint from you know, teaching like when I teach young people, I want them to understand what people sacrificed to get there. And we talk about ballroom culture as well sometimes. Um, we don't really do it, but I also like to compare ballroom culture to the hip hop movement because it started off underground and it was something that, you know, a lot of people once again died for and had to fight for. So And they intersected at yeah. points. It became once it became mainstream then everybody was able to do it. But before it was like something that, you know, was was underground for mm -hmm. a really long time. I always tell them to watch Paris is Burning. That's like one of my favorites. Great Which living document. Which was filmed by an NYU student. Wow. It, it was. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. It was Straight a lady. Project. Right? Yeah. I, I don't remember her name right now. But. It's okay. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's random. I'm going to say random. That, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was a yeah, 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 student film that went on to make lots and lots of money, but sadly not for a lot of the people who, who were, were the yeah. subjects, just the person behind the camera, which has led to a... They got their uh, legendary status. or the They got their legendary, up-and-coming legendary. Up-and-coming legendary children. Yes. Up-and-coming. That's yep. how it usually works, <laughs> especially in hip-hop dance. Like, Shabadoo is one of my favorite dancers of all time. He uh -huh. created... Yeah. He's a street dancer and was a, a part of forming Locking with Don Campbell Lock, and he died. I'm pretty sure he didn't die with much. A lot of professional dancers who created styles did not die with much, which is why I teach hip-hop and the appropriation within the culture a lot. Um, fun fact, I am the first black woman to own a hip-hop dance convention. Wow. And there are not too many black people who own hip-hop dance conventions. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When and where does this take place? Well, they, they've been happening since the 90s. Um, the, uh, basically, when hip-hop became um, commercial... Everybody wanted to jump on it. Um, and, you know, the people who had money and had the resources to rent out hotel rooms or gymnasiums or big places where they could pack at least 500 kids in it, they, if you have the resources, you could do something like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who created these styles didn't have the resources. So, of course, people who were not of the black community are monetizing and, and making money off of these things. And it's, it's unfortunate because... A lot of the people who do have these conventions don't really care about the hip-hop community. They only care about the money, so it's not really, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's not coming from a real place, which is unfortunate. There's a lot of people in a lot of businesses that don't have any genuine interest in the art of it. No, just the bottom the line. They yeah. just want to make money. Yeah, exactly. it just, it sucks because, like I said, hip-hop is a culture. And I may not agree with a lot of stuff that's happening now with hip-hop culture, but you can't erase the 50 years before it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the culture. When I speak of hip-hop culture, that's what I'm, th- I'm speaking of. I'm speaking on the people who are no longer here or the people who are here who have pivoted out of the culture, like Queen Latifah, for instance. She's no longer a hip-hop artist, but she will forever be the queen to mm-hmm. me. I don't know. Well, she laid down the foundations for a lot of things, but she... she evolved as an artist uh, right. in a different way. Right. Which is not to say it was like right or wrong. It was just what she decided had to, to do with do. her career. Right. Had to, wanted to, who knows? Like I'm saying, like I think that like she's I think that there's definitely uh what especially when it comes to hip hop or when it comes to these subcultures that have existed since uh like the seven or the late sixties, early seventies, um that people forget that like a part of this is performance is entertainment is being part of the era of the zeitgeist of the time and like i think that there was like maybe a legitimacy to it that she was able to offer back in the 80s and early 90s out of new jersey versus like what's happening today in like like what you were mentioning about the politics of everything um i think like someone like her She's she's just been an artist, period. Right. Um, and uh, hip hop just happened to be a vehicle at one point, but that she still is a great artist. Today. Absolutely. And just to piggyback off of that, like this is the thing: when gangster rap became, this is like the real history behind it. When gangster rap became lucrative, conscious rap was thrown out the window. Once they realized they could make money brainwashing young people into, you know violence and things that make the world turn on its head Mm -hmm. conscious rap became a thing of the past so like 
Queen Latifah rapped about she rapped about misogyny. She rapped about um, uh, uh, feminism. Like mm -hmm. those things were no longer cool to young people. So I think hip hop changes. Like right now, hip hop is very materialistic, very still very misogynistic, and it's not really there's no message anymore. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people had to fizzle out and do something mm -hmm. else. I don't think she wanted to, but it's like. Uh, I don't know. It's funny that you mentioned that there's a great podcast that sadly is being canceled as part of that like NPR uh, like big layoff thing that just happened recently. But it's this podcast called Louder Than a Riot, mm. and it's um, it's a really great series. Um, I think they made it two seasons, so like you can still hear like the wrap up of this season. But it's all about, or at least starts um, in the late '80s when the prison industrial complex got involved with the record industry and did start promoting gangster rap more because they figured that, you know, the, the end goal was, and still is, pretty racist. And yeah. again, like, making, uh, shifting the, the culture away from the conscious... Uh, Uplifting, yeah. positive message that it had. Which, yeah, in the late 80s, early 90s, you mm -hmm. see that crossover in, like, a lot of the, like, a lot of hip-hop and house and, like, all of that was, like, leaning in that more uplifting and positive uh, message. Yeah. Kind house, of, yeah. yeah, hip house. Uh, Trip-hop, if you will. Um, <laughs> well, but I know, I know, I know. I'm just, you know, just trying no, to throw right. genres out there. But, yeah, it's, like, it's really interesting um, to see our culture shift because like the younger generation like the kids that you're teaching at Tish it's kind of crazy to think about it but like they were all born like post 9-11 they were um, right they were like, born when we were like senior almost seniors this is all a this is all like to them like ancient history yes like whereas like to us it's like I think of like oh that's like my childhood like, right I remember when that stuff was happening and like when like you know like there were the LA riots and all of that like that's like a, a part of my memory so like I have a connection to or maybe like a, an understanding, I should say, not connection of hip hop in a way that, like, I guess these kids wouldn't be able to because, right. like, they just they don't recall the politics and the time surrounding that kind of music. They might find it corny or whatever they they feel about it. I mean, like, you listen to to like speaking of Queen Latifah, like, I mean, you and I T Y, or like, I mean, like, like records that were just. I mean, ladies or, or, first. Yeah, ladies first. With, or even like, or like even like a Q-tip records uh, from the from uh, or Jay Dilla or like just like those early producers who you like you can hear they did the homework that yes. they had to do yes in order to to make a record like that. Whereas like now, not to say not to not to no, it's not good. on anything. <laughs> it's not good. But but I'm just saying that like no no, no I mean like some of it's good some of some. It's, some of it's original some of it's authentic. But I think that it's like getting trapped in these like it's easier nowadays for these kids to get trapped inside of like, what is hip hop? And it's like, is it this like 16th note on the hi-hat sound? Like, is it trap? Is it this? Is it blah, 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 blah? As opposed to just looking at like the cultural movement of hip hop. Well, there's no and, artistry like, yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. Producers don't produce. They sit at a computer and they press a button. Yeah. If you think about producers from back in the day, Teddy Riley, the the uh, the professor, like there are so many producers that had literally one instrument, a, a drum machine and a keyboard and they, they had to develop a style. Mm -hmm. I was in the studio with my late friend Gangsta Boo, God bless her soul, from 3-6 Mafia and she was working on a song and the producer literally made the beat in 10 minutes on a computer. And to me, that's not... 
I'm used to like real production and that is why like when you would listen to a, a rapper from Chicago or from New York you knew where they were from because yeah. their production matched like what was happening the in the city. backyard yeah, yeah, right yeah. in the city in the sound now everyone sounds like they're from Atlanta so it's yeah, I'm hip hop is a religion to me, so I'm getting a, a little <laughs> excited. Um, but it's it's really deep. Hypnotized, girl. It's deep, man. It's so deep. It's no, it's real though. I mean, like these. It, I think that that speaks to the importance of like having a brand of or knowing your culture or like what is happening in your like in your immediate vicinity, not just like oh, what is happening in, quote-unquote, the industry, as right. if the industry is this global thing. Which, I mean, <laughs> right. like, yeah, like, we live in the internet age, so it's easy for us to obtain all this different stuff, thank God. But at the same time, I think what we lose is, like, that local aesthetic. That, yes. like, that, like, what's the Brooklyn sound? What's the Manhattan sound? Like, there's no really, there's no longer any of that so much anymore. I feel like people just kind of want to follow the formula. Yeah. Well, there were the rivalries between the... The, the boroughs. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back. Right. <laughs> when you listen to Jay-Z and you listen to the diplomats like Cameron, like you knew that Cameron was from Harlem because of his swag and the way he talked about clothes and just like his like little sedidiness. And then Jay-Z was raw, had like this Brooklyn like gutter mm-hmm. sound. Like, I don't know. Like even within New York, if you listen to Nas, you know he's from Queens. I don't know. It's So I what are you doing? One, I think one thing, though, with hip hop that's changed is, you know, you have to pay for those samples now. A lot of the records back in the day, like the first De La Soul album, for example, they sampled everyone and didn't pay for it. A lot of people don't sample, though. The, a lot of producers I like don't sample. But I'm saying, like, the, the, new, the new stuff that's out. Because they, you know, mm-hmm. like well, a lot of, like that one Mary J. Blige album has all those Roy Ayers samples and has all those uh, um, 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 Curtis Mayfield samples in it. And did he pay for those? I was going to say, he paid for those. Right. For sure. I'm sure that wasn't cheap. No. I mean, that's also complicated. It depends on, like, who's on whose label and who owns what. Yeah, because when you think of Pharrell, Pharrell doesn't sample a lot of stuff. No, he just straight up steals people's uh, music and interpolates. That's the song that he did with Robin Thicke is not hip-hop. I'm talking about his hip-hop records with the Neptunes. Oh, no, 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 no. He he does a lot of, like, he does these great, like, he's, he's a great example of, one, a vampire, Two of because God bless him, he just turned fifty or fifty-one. He did fifty. He looks like he's fourteen. F him and whatever <laughs> potions he's drinking. Um, but no, he uh, he's a great example of. Um, I don't know if he's a music school cat, but like I can definitely tell. He is. Oh, he is. It makes perfect sense because it, you can tell that like he listened to a lot of Marvin Gaye records. He listened to a lot of like Blue Magic and Nirvana. He listened. He listened. Well, you can tell his what he gathers from the formulas mm-hmm. of like good pop R and B soul music and jazz. Too. He like Plus yeah. He's he, a he skateboard inj- kid, and then he parlayed that into the shoes. He, inje- he injects it all into like, and you can hear you can hear like like I'm saying like there are some things that are a bit more ambiguous sounding then there are other things where I'm like oh that's Marvin Gaye's got to give it up what? and like <laughs> but but he does it he does at least like what I because I, I had a friend who we were talking about this recently they, they like don't feel so kindly about him or Bruno Mars and all that and I'm like the, I wouldn't say that I'm like a fangirl of either of those two, but what I do like about them is like they're carrying a sound over into another generation that otherwise wouldn't have found that sound another way. And I think that they do it 
not even like in a mediocre way. They're good. They're right. very good. And like I'm like I'm I'm happier it's them than some Sam Smith Lady Gaga situation. Well, uh, but believe <laughs> me, at me. But yeah. Well, I mean, like the thing about Pharrell, and shout out to him. I've worked with him, and he's first of all one of the nicest people I've ever worked with. Um, but I know Pharrell from like three different personas. So like. I'm a big fan of his band, N.E.R.D. N.E.R.D., oh my gosh. And then he was with the Neptunes, and that was more of, like, his Mm -hmm. production style. And then he had his own, like, solo, like, artistry where he was a rapper. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. I think what I guess what I'm trying to say is that a lot of producers only can, like, can only wear one hat. And uh, I just wish that the artistry was attached to production these days more than it it's like dr dre too you you could tell he listened to a lot of funk like he created g-funk when you think about old school west coast beats it was all george clinton bootsy collins like he was remaking the sounds that he heard as a child in the 70s so i don't know that's no i mean that's the mark of a great artist is who they are uh are looking to right. for their for their inspiration. Prince did it. James Brown. You you could hear James Brown all in his stuff and taking it. it he took it and perfected it. Yes. like that's another thing. It's like, but that's what I hear you when I when you're like, oh, there's no more artistry. It's like, yeah, it's that. It's yes. like, like I think all the children. If you really say that you love hip hop and you're a child who was born. Say uh, 2002. Post, post, I was gonna say post 95, <laughs> but sure, we'll even move it into the new into the new millennium. Right. Like the, I say the the person you really, really, really need to listen to the most, like listen to now today, is Erica Badu because she is she is the teacher. She is she's the master teacher, uh, pun intended. Um, and she truly is like, I think if you want to see someone or want to look to somebody who t- has kept it real and has kept it moving throughout her entire career and as far as it, is what things pertain to hip hop and who I think actually has like kept establishing, like she's the Diana Ross of hip hop. I agree. Like she's, she's the one who kept, who's been able to, cause you know how I feel about Diana Ross, but I will say Diana Ross is an icon and she Diana is. Ross has moved on with the times several times yes. throughout her career to yes. reinvent herself, to know what's up. And she's not, she's not always like, she hasn't like plucked and pruned her face. She's accepted what, what father time gave her, which yes. wasn't such a bad deal in the first place. Yeah, she's like, she's cool. I was going to say, she looks 80. She was already, she she's was already still in the game. She's cause she got, she's cause 80, she got right? that great bone structure. It's like her and Dionne Warwick. Like, Honey. Just like you can wear gravity's not gonna F with that because it's just and Erica too Erica, Erica looks great. oh my god she looks great and her her daughter Puma I love Puma so freaking cute her, you know who um, her father is uh, not, the DOC that's right that's right he's Erica, a hip hop legend all of Erica Bazu's men have been baby daddies um, what is um, common uh, not common uh, Andre 3000 Andre 3000 the DOC yes. and uh, oh my god I can't think of the other one but he's also an icon she 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 picked the right one she knew <laughs> she knew but kids yeah listen to her because I was going to say her last album um, or her last EP uh, can't use my phone was so brilliant uh, like it was like as far as like trap is concerned uh which is like crazy to even hear me talk about trap (laughs) but i was like oh now i understand like i get it like i totally understand what then that's the thing is like you need to find we need to be replicating artists who do things like that yes who can both reach to the past because she like had i mean an album that was produced by roy ayers but then she can also be like 
pivotal to whatever is happening today. Because her third eye is open. She, and that's what I'm saying. I just have a brown <laughs> eye open, and that's a problem. Because well, we have we have a bunch of these songs lined up from this conversation. Let's, yeah, let's do that and get back into another conversation. Yes. Let's go. Let's yes. go. You're listening to Yes, She Did.
sempre tive uma certeza que só me deu desilusão e que o amor é uma tristeza muita magoa demais para o coração água de bebê água de bebê camarada água de bebê água de bebê camarada I'll never see another springtime I'll never feel the summer sun Unless you're there to share that springtime And like the rain and the flower, our hearts are one Aquaji bebe Aquaji bebe, camara Aquaji bebe Aquaji bebe, camara Eu quis amar, mas tive medo Eu quis amar meu coração Pode matar o teu coração. Água de bebê, água de bebê, camarada. 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 Água de bebê, água de bebê,
said that you had the papers and you got the man, well, you were wrong. That's for sure. Honey, you got more. Oh, she knew. And now, so do you. Darling, you stole a man, but you wound up with two. <laughs> oh, hey, remember that sexy dress you lost from your closet? Well, it's been warm. And I turned him on. Now, you can have it back. That is, if you lend me your silver slacks. Your car. Making love, and you said it got too sweet. Well, that's because before me, that wasn't sugar, honey. That was sack, a substitute. Sweet baby, you say you wanna stay, but you can't swallow your pride. Well, that won't change my body, and I can't change my mind. Cause another man is twice as Don't go away. 
lover, please stay. Cause nothing in life is what it seems. We're all just facsimiles. So, I'm not what you thought I'd be. Well, you haven't been shortchanged. It's just that I'm a bit rearranged. The truth is the truth. I am what I am. And frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Funny, but honey, you might like him after a while. He's so tall and thin, and girl, he'll melt you when he smiles. Surprise, surprise. Do you know what? He's got a late too. And I already know she's crazy about you. I'm Stephen Ivory from Real Life Magazine, and we're here talking with Bernadette Cooper. Bernadette, how are you? I'm fine, just looking good. That's good, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been off the scene for a while. Where have you been, incognito? Or no, just kicking back, relaxing, and looking good. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, clap your hands. Uh, you know, there's a rumor going around that uh, you have a bit of an attitude. Attitude? If I don't think I'm looking good, nobody's going to think I'm looking good. Look yeah. good. Uh, well, I can understand that, but why can't you just be nice? Okay, I'm nice. Mm, but what is this thing, this attitude thing, this vibe I get? Why don't you explain it to me? <laughs> well, it's something that I really can't explain about. An attitude that you just got to know. It sort of feels like... like Anything less, don't expect of me. So here's the real deal. Give you a spit on how I deal with myself on a daily basis. I mean, walking down the street used to be easy to see. Now people stop and they cruise me. They say, baby, what's your name? Where you going? What's your sign? I say, oh, nothing. Just looking good. And just yesterday, I was strolling in the bank. And everybody had the scared look on their face. to my left, then I goes to my right. And Mr. Bank Robber aimed a special on a Friday night. So I walked up to him because I had nothing to lose. And I guess he observed that I was looking good. He gave me the money. Then he threw down the gun. He said, are you bad, girl? No, I'm going to jail. Who does your hair? I look good. I look good. And every time I walk into the room, that's why I look good. I look good. They love me. They hate me. But they all say I look good. I look But I got a bank account to back me up 
knees with the grand old baby. This is the big leagues. I ain't no amateur. This is live at this Apollo. I'm gonna leave you with something you can't remember me by. I prophesy and give you love, lace, silk, face. I'll give you mental pictures that the mind can erase. I look good. I look good. Every time I walk into the room, hot damn, I look good. I look good. They love me, they hate me, but they all say I look good. Slap me thing. What is that? That's very passive. I don't yeah. want to do that. But please. can you do it for us? No, please. Okay, gosh. Slap it, slap it good, baby.
snap in a Z formation. Yes. <laughs> it's all entertainment at the end of the day. Absolutely. We're Ain't entertainers. It, We're entertaining. We are. I hope we are. I mean, <laughs> somebody better be. I hope you're entertained, whoever you I are. I hope you're staying hydrated out there. I believe yeah. it's very hot. Emphasis on high. Drated. Um, Royal dryness. Yes. Shout out to. Shout out to Princess Dehydra. <laughs> so I'll tell that story real quick. Yeah. Just as a side note. So. Back in like 92 or 93, I went to Picture Italy. It. Picture it. Yeah. Sicily. Florence. We were all on this bus with Suzanne Barsh. It was me and, and a bunch of queens. It was very like, um, what's that movie in Australia? About Too Wong. No, the uh, other one. Honey, Priscilla. I was thinking of Too Wong. Priscilla, Priscilla, well. the queen of the desert. Queen of the dessert. Yeah, I've queen of the dessert. <laughs> so, you know, in the back, like... Lavinia and, and uh, Baroness are like stitching up their dresses and whatnot and DeAndre kept drinking water and I was like I'm gonna start calling her her royal dryness Princess Dehydra I love that <laughs> so stupid I love anyway it. I hope that was entertaining <laughs> it, was, it was perfect princess from prince to princess and uh, back to vanity hey um yeah, we Vanity Zoe is our guest today. She is. And she's got her royal purple on. I she do. Yes. You, know, you have a lot of tattoos. Tell us a little bit about... I, a lot. Okay. We, I, we, have, we only have about 50 minutes So left, we can probably only talk about like... all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have a lot of tattoos. 56 altogether. So I'm only going to give... Honey, I like the pain. I was just where do you find this time? There a few where the sun don't shine. Down. You know, there, there are a few tram stamps. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. Um, not really. I got them when I was 18 and it was just like impulse. You know, when uh, you're 18 and you're free. It's a but story, Don. It's a story, right. One day. Um, but one of my favorite tattoos that I have is my prince tattoo. It's like on the inside of my arm. Oh, yes. And I got oh, this in symbol. 2009. And I got like like these little 80s characters. Is like, that Liza Minnelli? It does look like her, but it is not Liza oh. Minnelli. But <laughs> my tattoo artist, she was like, I'm just going to create like this 80s montage and just add Prince at the bottom. Because I didn't want like an actual picture of him it's, because if they yeah. mess his face up, then it, I have to keep that on me forever. Wendy and Lisa Minnelli well, is what we'll call that. <laughs> yes! yes! That's Prince who that was is. changing his looks a lot. And his right. Hair yeah. Lot. Right. And his name. Right, <laughs> he became the symbol. Just, yeah, Do you guys remember? Was it the Grammys? He went to the the Gram. Was it the Grammys where it he had the symbol Vogue, on his face? Vogue fashion, uh, like spring something or other. Yeah, he walked down the runway. As a protest with, with slave on his face. Slave, honey. Warner Brothers he was referring to his record contract. Yes, yes with, with Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. That was a protest. And then he released three what he called semi-mediocre albums which were actually three really really good albums yeah i mean like chaos and disorder being the last before he did emancipation under oof. the artist formerly known as prince yes symbol which was actually what i was trying to find in my collection because i wanted to play I got, sexy mf I got, uh love song. speaking of the of the of the 90s and hip-hop and watching your children dance it always reminds me of a, a simpler time yeah. in the early 90s when everyone thought this was as hard as it was going to get. Right. And uh, <laughs> and now I can listen to it and I feel like a cool kid. Yeah. And I look at what all the other cool kids are doing these days and I'm like, dang, they are so much harder. Which is crazy to say because it was Prince. Right. And Prince is one of the hardest to ever do it. Other than James tech. Brown. Other than, well, but we were talking about that too. He was, he was taking James Brown and perfecting it. And then in this in this era, taken 
uh, George Clinton and adding a little James Brown to it. Can we just shout out George Clinton really quick? Yeah, God George bless. Clinton and I follow each other on Instagram, Woo-hoo. and he's like Godfather 80. How old funk. is he? Like 80 something? 80. Sure, for sure. And yeah. he's still touring. He's, he's that is what God bless. Always reinventing. Always, always ahead re- of the. Is, always a little ahead of the curve. Right. When I think of Erica Badu, I she reminds me Word. of George Clinton. She, she a lot. Most certainly listens to like, Parliament Funkadelic. It but her style, she oh, yeah, embodies I mean. just it's, like the the, the, the true funkadelic, funkadelic yeah. like energy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's honestly why I feel so free. When, like when it comes to fashion and just expressing myself, George Clinton kind of taught me that. I see that. Is, Gotten yeah. Larger. That's, yes. It's all about the connection. I yeah. saw them live when I was twelve at um, Prospect Park with my mom. Oh wow! And in that, that was an experience. The, the, the band show on the what? yes. Wow. I saw that with my mom in the summer of '98. I was here for Alvin Ailey for the program, and like Ooh. my mom found out about a free concert on the radio or something because we didn't have social media back then. I'm one of those. I'm a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> And uh, Kids yeah, like the radio. What the? I know what the radio. That's what we call the this, newspaper. But yeah, but yeah, it was probably one of the best concerts of my life, what? and I will never forget it. I mean, it's freaking George Clinton. How how can you? And I didn't understand the, though. And in the eighty, in the late nineties, rather. Right. Uh, yeah, that's. But it's almost equivalent to like if we had kids and we took them to like. Who's popular nowadays? But like a, I won't, I won't dare like a, you. You better be a careful. A Fifty Cent concert, you, or like a, you. like a somebody who was popular when we were younger. I got you, but it's kind of, it's like that's that's my border between popularity and good. Yes, and where I'm like, yes, George Clinton and Fifty Cent both popular, but I don't know if I want to compare. Can't compare them, right? Yeah, not I, to say Fifty Cent ain't good because he's good. He's but yeah, he's a little definitely rude. not. <laughs> Comparable to George. I don't think so. I no. think he has. He got. He got money. Yeah. He, he's, he's producing shows he's and stuff. Oh, okay. He's oh, like on that side of yeah. things. I know he's. Yeah. Because he had some big house in Connecticut that he was trying to sell. And I mean, I would too if I had a house in Connecticut. Right. There's I feel like everybody goes plummeted when you have money like that. I feel like, uh, and you go bankrupt at least once. A lot of celebrities yeah. have in the past. You got to learn the business aspect of it. That's what. All, speaking of Prince. All about his stuff, all about getting his ducks in order and teaching other people to do the same thing with their uh, their art and their their brands. Yes. You gotta be able to do more than one thing. Like, right. You gotta be able to do the fashion, you gotta be able to do the dancing, you gotta be able to do the music, all of it. He's he was a savant. And yeah. I was watching uh, I think it was Wendy or Lisa, one of them were talking about him mm-hmm. and they basically said like he never did it for the fame. He did it because he wanted to touch people. And to me, that is the true, the reason why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. And I wish that more artists had that motive because I feel like a lot of artistry is lost today because people are not doing it from a real place or from like a a innocence um, where artistry should come from. I feel like artistry should come from innocence and and vulnerability and being able to express yourself and wanting to help others. I mean, the business side of it is very difficult. Yeah. That's, yeah. Especially nowadays when everything is based so on makes, sometimes I think likes and the metrics. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or people, oh. it's like uh, when you look at some of the greatest athletes in the world, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, 
just to name a few. The reason why they were really good at it is because it was their passion. And I, what I guess what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people become artists today because they see that it's lucrative. Mm. They just want to get paid. They just want to yeah. get paid. And, yeah. and I feel like when we were growing up, the artistry, there was no money in music for most people. So they did it because it was an outlet. Because there it still was, isn't. Just right. In case anyone's right. wondering. Just in yeah. case. She's right. Day job. But yeah. I think it was way worse right back now. then. It was. Wow. Like, least, think about TLC. I was going to say, at least people used to buy albums back then. Now you'd be hard pressed. Well, uh, yes and no. Because, like, a lot of people didn't understand contracts. So a lot of people did get. Yeah. Oh, there's, a, there's definitely the a different. There's definitely a different mentality now. With a lot of artists. Yeah. yeah, it's happening today. People are more but savvy today. I mean, new editions first. They got, from what I understand, you know, like Candy Girl. That first, nothing. They, TLC they were also too. Like, well, TLC that's what happens when by kids Babyface, get. Yeah. Tony Braxton. The list goes on. Fun fact: um, I was listening to a little like podcast. The original singer behind Robin S. Show Me Love is like some woman that I've never heard of. And basically she was in the studio and one of the produce the producer who made the song was like, do this demo for me and gave her three hundred dollars. Next thing you know, her friend hears a song on the radio uh. and she doesn't get anything else from it. And that's how a lot of singers back in the day used to get like I was gonna say that's called a it's called the session rate and uh, three hundred dollars I mean, though. Yeah. Well, I mean back then that's, that's crazy. I was gonna say that's you gotta also remember like house music being what Martha it was Wash. and is. Ooh. Well, but Mar- Martha Wash is a much different situation because Martha had an established career as a background vocalist since the seventies, and then she got royally screwed by people in the late eighties or the nineties because of her appearance. But she got her. She lawyered up and mm-hmm. went back and sued oh, yeah. the publishers of Black Box and C and C Music. Yeah. She got her, got her rights got back her so she could back. perform those songs live. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I always say this. And, you know, if it wasn't for Martha Wash or, like, Missy Elliott before, Lizzo would not be as accepted, I feel like, by the music industry True. today. Because, you know, back then, to be a thicker person, it was hard for you to even get an appearance in the video, even if your vocals were on the track. Yeah. I mean, you know? well, that was the, I was going to say the nine, the end of the nineties really only kind of put a nail in that coffin that I think is only now starting to get crowbarred off. Yes. Because like I was going to say the like late nineties Spice Girls moment post or to, to, to now kind of thing. Yeah. Where it was all just about the music video and who's sexy and who looks most orange on screen. And, <laughs> and like that look when it was happening. Started with the orange one. Yeah. With the things, the ripped jeans and we know I mean, what I'm talking about. Yes. That aesthetic. Yes. But I mean like, cause I was going to say, you're right. Martha Wash wasn't around them, but I feel like you're right. Like she wasn't really appearing in a lot of the stuff that her vocals were featured on unless the, it like called for that aesthetic. And then it was, again, like a place and very specific aesthetic where she got locked into that, like that thing. Whereas like now Lizzo is doing something completely different, different. where it's like, look at this. This is sexy. This is in your face. This is this Except is also me for part who of, I am. Yeah, this is part of the 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 aesthetic of today as well. Yeah. And I think like she's yeah, she's able to do all that. But you're right. As a result of no, wash and. Missy Elliott, did you know that she wrote um, a lot of music back in the day? She was an, uh, a writer for, yeah. I forget the label, but she wrote a rap in Raven Simone's song, That's What Little Girls Are Made Of. And uh. they replaced her with a light skinned, petite woman in the video. Because, That's what happened to Martha Washington. Yeah, the same thing. Factory, same thing. Know, black box, same thing. It's, 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 you know, it's heartbreaking, but I'm happy that we're changing the narrative. 
because your size should not ever be a a, a, yeah. a reason to not. Well, the way music is produced, promoted, distributed, and sometimes sold mm-hmm. has completely changed. Yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. The music video is not necessarily still a vehicle to sell records. I don't know. Is it? TikTok, it's TikTok. No, oh, right. It's, it it's like TikTok it's just, it's now. Really it's like a, a segment of, yeah, of a music video. I guess it's for the ADD generation. Yeah. This, listen, much. it's the popcorn generation. You pop in and you pop out famous. It's, it's really crazy. For how long? Though? Right. Yeah, it's exactly. like lit- microwave time. Yeah. Everyone gets their 15 minutes. Of Andy, fame, Andy wasn't lying. Well, was now it's lying. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. You're 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> it's 15 seconds now. Yeah, yeah. TikTok. Isn't well, that's because the world is coming to an end. We need to like well, now oh, wait, speed time, it all up. What's the time limit on TikTok? 10 minutes now. You can now longer. do 10 oh, minutes. It's longer. Goes, it's longer. There goes my theory. Yeah, it's, but yeah. people, I've seen people get invited to t- like to uh, award shows, like music award shows, because their song goes viral. There was a girl who did, did, I don't even want to give her attention, but she had a song called Period Up. Period. Uh. Oh yeah, and she got a record deal for that. Unbelievable. Here's the thing, though. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, and maybe to to get rid of the illusion for people, uh, like to get a label or a deal or whatever, and especially if it's one, uh, it's cute, but it ain't cute for long. Right. And it's she like, owes money. It's like it's like because I was gonna say you owe a label money. You better hope that 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 gimmick whatever you're doing is going to stick around for a second because it takes time also you or get you signed material well that's that too which is usually never the case when a big label swallows up a small artist right there's always some sort of fine print that someone overlooks which is why we never hear of these people ever again. right 360 deals are the death of yeah. every I mean, artist g light had a seven album contract Wow. Seven album? No, I but believe, also there I were believe. other things that played into that. Were, Are they still were, touring? No. What? No, no, no. no. I There's, love D-Light. Uh, oh, no, I mean like... They were way ahead of their time. They most certainly were. Wasn't and Bootsy Collins a part of their... Bootsy Collins was a producer on the second or the first album. Okay. Um, For a couple of the tracks. But Toa Tate... Oh, the, was, he yeah. He was the one that, that was mostly... Woo! Lined up those samples. Dimitri and was Dimitri also Dimitri did also, really, but Toa yeah. was the true. I think, they all. I think that. they they all parts were definitely part of the greater machine that was D Light. It was a, was it was a fantastic it. ahead of its time trio moment, yeah. and it, you know their differences all just shined in and the those, fashion. Maybe the, too the videos, bright. The di- you know, it was very ahead of their time for really sure. Beyond choreographed, you know. A group taught Lady Kier how to do a lot of those moves. To yeah, be and, I just know. love the multicultural, like the diversity in the group. Was it was very cool. United Colors of Benetton. Yes, late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> yes. kind of like it, I think it was of the moment. And like we forget, kind of again, like to circle back to what you were saying about your students and like why you feel so passionately about teaching them. Mm-hmm. Like I think it is super important for kids to realize that a lot of art is cyclical and a lot of the way that politics works is cyclical. Yes. And like we've we've done been here before. Right. And just a different just a different version of it. But it's like and I think that there's like a beauty to that. But in like upholding like what can we take from the last time that was really good and bring it into the now. Right. Like we don't have to take everything and like reinvent the wheel, but like how can we like, you know, perfect it? How or or add on to the legacy. To dance, and then there's another thing to, you know, 
put it in context. For yes. And that's what the stuff that you're... Yeah, thinking. I'm teaching from a place of um, passing down a legacy. Mm-hmm. I think the way my teachers instilled in me is like, look, this is not yours. It's not mine either. All we can do is just grow within the craft and pass it on and pray that you elevate and make it better than what it was. And that's that's how I see dance, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I look at the Bob Fosses and the Debbie Allens and the J- Jerome Robbins, like all these mm-hmm. people who created this beauty, it's like, how do I keep it going up, up, and up? Like, when someone hands you the tools, you have to just keep elevating within, you know, that world. And that's what dance or any art is, it's like, as DJs, right, you look at the new generation of DJs right now and it's like, oh, uh, we're going backwards a little bit, kind of, sort of. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, it does. It is a cycle, whether it be fashion, music, everything, mm-hmm. you know. So for it to repeat itself, I think it's kind of inevitable at times. But Yeah. But the fact that some DJs who are getting paid millions of dollars just to press a button with a pre-made yeah. playlist, like that is, that's a little crazy that's to me. Ridiculous, it's ridiculous. That's the politics of it, which I think is like maybe also to be mindful of because I think like we can get lost in the sauce of like, oh my God, this person's like getting booked on every gig and like barely doing anything. But it's then also being mindful of like my off days. And like the like like today, for instance, uh, no, but uh, but like how it's just like everyone's as good as their as their last performance, as far right. as I'm concerned. Um, and so there's always there's always a bar to upkeep and try to to jump over as well each time that you reinvent yourself and to evolve with what's going on. I guess yeah. you're passing the torch though. And yeah, you're, you're the messenger. Yeah, while it's, also it's, running it's the purpose. race at the same yeah. time. It's, it's important. Yeah, exactly. It's more so purpose than performance for me. It's like I'm just the vessel, receiving the messages and passing them along. That's it's important. That's exactly what. David Mancuso said almost he said I'm just the antenna Mm, I love that that's how yeah right on right on baby (laughs) speaking of uh, tuning into what's good groovy and moving onward and upward we're gonna get back into we're some of play the artists with curse words because we can't say the curse that's words. true yeah, yeah we can't we can't Shuckle say this butt. but prince yeah but prince <laughs> certainly can and he did warner brothers and he's sexy to be a curse word no actually this is post warner brothers this was uh this paisley was park. paisley park this Ooh. was after he left by warner brothers. it was uh something like that this was from the emancipation no 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 because no, this was from the emancipation era it was this was a single no i got this in the mail this i got this 12 inch single in the mail off. and it had a fan with aunt esther on. Yes. do you still have the fan of is the qu- Ooh. disc i was gonna say disc one of three on the emancipation uh this, this was, is I think it was just a 12 inch first, but I Possib- possibly as well. And if you listen he, to it, this is, yeah, this is when I was going to say, let's get into it. Yeah, this is James uh, Sexy MF by uh, Prince and the New Power Generation. In a word or two, you, I want to know not your body and mind, you fool. Come here, baby. Yeah. You sexy motherfucker. We're all alone in the villa of the Riviera. Got some friends on the south side in case you cared. Out of all of your friends, I want to be the closest. That's why I tell you things so you'll be the mostest. When it comes to life, to be this man's wife, you got to be well educated on the subject of fights. I mean, the revenge 
version of In other words, it's Ariel, meaning of this thing called love Are you up on this? If something you can get up on a hug and a kiss Come here, baby yeah. You sexy motherfucker Come here, baby You sexy motherfucker We need to talk about things Tell me what you do Tell me what you eat I might cook for you See it really don't matter Cause it's all about me and you Ain't no one else around I'm even with the blindfold Gagged and bound I don't mind See this ain't about sex It's all about love Being in charge of this And life and the next While all the cosmic talk I just want you smarter Than I'll ever be When we take that walk Come here baby You sexy motherfucker Come in baby yeah. You sexy motherfucker Horn stand up please
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Looking at you sitting there Your mind a million miles away I might as well be talking to the walls Maybe they'll hear what I've got to say It's the same old story About somebody with a dream Looking for the glory No matter how far Future sings You've got stars in your She did. That's the point oh, no, in the she sh- didn't. She not always. That's that coming up next. That's yeah, that's the next no, show. No, it's actually us. Chuck Defunk. I'll try FSQ. And we're sending him healing vibes. Healing vibronicus. Skiing accident. Oh, oh girl. No. Yeah, he went and Sunny O'Bono'd it. Uh too soon. Um anyway. Um <laughs> no, he didn't do that. speaking of the nineties. Um but yeah, we want to thank our guest. Vanity Zoe, for joining us. Woo! We always love having you by. Yes. Chit chat about all the things. Uh, uh, I guess today's show, FSQ, will be titled Swimming Through It. Right, because um, he, he broke his foot, so swimming oh. Swimming is the, an option, yeah. You still got two arms, one good leg. Uh, you, can, you can swim in probably like a circle, but you can still swim. Um, join us next week. Our guest will be. The legendary, up and coming legendary, legendary. No, it's not up and coming. It's not up and coming anymore. He done. He done. Did up and it. coming from the past. Yes. Does that make sense? Something yeah. like that. But it'll be live because next week we're gonna be in the mix online with Johnny McGovern. Oh Johnny McDirty. Right? Wow. Woo, girl, the gay pimp coming, <laughs> coming back. She'll be satelliting in from California. No, we're flying him in on the Concord. We are. Uh, we spare no expense here. We don't, because we have stars in our eyes, uh, much like I Herbie have Hancock allergies in my eyes. Girl, yeah, the, this, this, the weather is fierce, are... but thank God it's warmer. Let's be happy about that. Tonight, you can catch Gant in his, uh, in his summer finest at the Butch Queens Express, 1 Jackson Street, the Exley, where you can also, go figure, find me, Mananas, right after the RuPaul's Drag Race season 15,000 finale, (laughs) um, which will be uh, at Moist Towelette tomorrow, 1 Jackson Street at the Exley, and this Sunday, 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 it's a double header. At 4 o'clock, you can be at one Jackson Street and where the Exley we have t-shirts for and sale yes you now. can get your t-shirt with the Exley's uh, new fun uh, uh, merch merch 
uh, that's and kind of ripping of merch, off. You Cheers. Can support the face radio. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. By buying merch. Oh, oh, there's yeah. well, mats and t-shirts. We're, we're adding whipped cream to this to this ending. Uh, yes, you can do that as well. But also this Sunday, you can go to Public Records and uh, hear uh, one Miss Gant Johnson. Oh yeah, if it's not raining, I'm gonna bring vinyl. Ooh. <laughs> that's the that's the clause. She, the that's contract. always the clause. She's always looking for a way out. So everyone, don't do your rain dance. Make sure that it's dry so Gant actually has to bring and vinyl. looking forward, this is uh, breaking news. Breaking nudes? On uh, July 1st, Saturday, July 1st, Lil Lewis is playing at the Riviera Theater in Ooh. Chicago. I used oh, to go at first there I thought you meant the Riviera over on Christopher Street and 7th Avenue South. That has closed, my oh. dear. Oh, my bad. Uh, the Riviera Theater. I ah. used to go hear Frankie Knuckles play there on Thanksgiving. Oh my god! With uh, Gary Love, what and a treat! Caprice and my college friends. We would drive down from Madison, go see Frankie, and then drive back. Wow! Yeah. Remember? Remember when we all had that energy? Mm. Well, since we, were, we all don't have it naturally, we like Gant said earlier, fools. All of yes. <laughs> Drink. Get your hydration yeah, on. Please hydrate. Yes, it is, it is warm out today. there. And, uh, Don't let it sneak up on you. Yeah, just to recap again, if you got lost in the sauce tonight, Thursday, you can get on down to the Butch Queens Express at 1 Jackson Street, the Exley, as well as tomorrow, Shevening after RuPaul's Drag Race, you can catch me at Moist Towelette and Gant Johnson once again, Sunday from 4 to 9, Breezin. Chill right. vibes Hey, only. Rick, are you out there at the beach today? Let me know. Inquiring minds want to know. And inquiring minds will stay tuned shout to out, the Face Radio. Shout out to my Reese Beach buddies. We would have made it happen today. Yeah, yeah, but we'll I make it know. happen soon. The beach. Think about it. Picture it. Picture it. It's there. <laughs> we'll see you kids next Get week. Get back to Herbie. <laughs> Oh, no, you're hot.